Some say they're tolerant until someone else starts speaking. Can you handle the truth? Well, then, this is The Schrader Show. Welcome back to the Schrader Show, folks. So, yeah, I, Patrick sent me the information on Recall Voss. As it turns out, uh, the Jay Schrader who's leading this effort happens to be my cousin. So, uh, former Secretary of State candidate. So, I'm sure we'll we'll get Jay on the show here. Um, we had him on when he was a candidate in, uh, what was that, 2022? Yeah, 2022. Uh, so we'll get Jay back on the on the show on this recall Voss uh, petition. But they opened an office in uh, Maple Grove, uh, in in the uh, their campaign headquarters is near the Piggly Wiggly, at uh, 4350 67th uh, Drive in Maple Grove Shopping Center. Uh, where residents of the 63rd districts may go and sign the recall pet, uh, petition uh, seven days a week. So uh, kudos to my cousin uh, Jay for getting this started to get rid of uh, Voss. And you can follow this at uh, on X at Recall Voss on Twitter. So it's at Recall, uh, capital R, capital V, Recall Voss. Um, so that's in good news. Now... We shared Aaron Rodgers talking about COVID towards the end of the last hour. Now, I want to get into what uh, Dr. Peter McCullough had to say in front of the Senate. Uh, this was do, 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 this was yesterday, actually. Um, and no, the testimony was do, 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 it was had to be from Thursday. Yeah, the testimony was on Thursday. Pardon me. Here was Dr. Peter McCullough in front of the Senate committee, and, and the, the, we've got four different parts to this uh, soundbite, three different parts, but it's really good stuff. And again, a lot of the things that that Aaron Rodgers talked about with the jab, Dr. Peter McCullough talks about, and he was one of the, and he talks about how even as early as June of 2020, he was warning against this. Go ahead and roll cut number 21, please. I never supported these vaccines. I never told a single patient that it was safe to take a vaccine. I didn't take a COVID-19 vaccine myself because it wasn't safe. And I published an op-ed in The Hill in August of 2020, before they came out, the title of that Op-ed is the great gamble of the COVID-19 vaccine pandemic. The reason why it was a gamble is because the vaccines and of Americans who took the vaccine is roughly 75% of Americans took at least one shot, according to the COVID states program. Of those, 94% took a messenger RNA vaccines. So we can re restrict our comments to messenger RNA vaccines provided by Pfizer and Moderna. These vaccines are a brand new technology that installs the genetic code for the lethal part of the virus, which is the spike protein, the spine on the surface of the virus. This was an extraordinary gamble because there was no 
knowledge of what was going to turn this off. Once the genetic code gets in the body, there was no knowledge of, does the body get rid of the genetic code? What shuts it off? Will some people produce too much genetic uh, 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 code and have it keep moving from cell to cell and too much spike protein? It was known then that the spike protein was lethal. So, Shannon, I want you to to, to jump in on this as well. Um, he was one of the first ones to do this. Look, again, they lied. They locked us down, and we suffered. Look, uh, he, he talked about it. In, by August of 2020, he was writing articles saying, Hey, this spike protein, we're in, you're installing this into the body. What happens if the body doesn't uninstall it, essentially? And again, I'm not a doctor, and I don't play one on radio. But listen to what he's saying, and then you look, and he's going to get more into the details of just, and some of the things that struck me, what's, for example, was like, Myocarditis, there was like two to 400 cases in the country prior to these jabs. Now there's, with myocarditis, pericarditis, now there's there's something like 18,000 plus of these. Yeah, and he said like every day he sees a case of it. Right, and he had said he had, he had seen maybe one or two cases in his entire career mm-hmm. of myocarditis yep. until this jab. So, yeah, it's crazy, but um, that he wasn't done. Here's part two. He'll, he'll get into more of the myocarditis, pericarditis. Uh, go ahead and roll cut 22. And to give a genetic code for a potentially lethal protein that was devised in a Chinese biosecurity lab to Americans was the most dangerous proposition our government agencies could have ever put forward to our country. And what we've learned on this is uh, extraordinary. Castriuta and colleagues has published the messenger RNA is physically circulating in the blood for at least 28 days. That's as long as they've looked. Mm. Crossan and colleagues from Harvard has shown the messenger RNA is stuck in the human heart 30 days after the vaccine when people die. And there's inflammation around it, presumably due to the spike protein. Wilkin and colleagues from Stanford have shown the messenger RNA is stuck in human lymph nodes for at least two months, and that's as long as they've looked. Now, the spike protein, which is produced by the messenger RNA, is widely circulatory in blood and shown by Harvard, by Ogata and colleagues, Swank, and recently Brogna in Germany. Now, Brogna in Germany looked six months afterwards, and at least half the people who took the shots had vaccine spike protein circulating in their bloodstream. That's as long as they've looked. And they can identify it because Pfizer and Moderna have an amino acid signature on their spike protein to let us identify. We know that it's Pfizer and Moderna. It doesn't come from the natural virus. It's coming from the vaccine. That's proven. The spike protein now in 3,400 peer-reviewed papers and growing is proven to cause heart damage and myocarditis Our regulatory agencies agree. Every regulatory agency in the world agrees. There's actually guidelines now in the UK and Australia about how to diagnose and manage vaccine myocarditis. That's how common this is. It accelerates atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease, causes tremendous swings in blood pressure and heart rate called posterior atherostatic tachycardia syndrome or POTS, causes neurologic 
injury, stroke, both ischemic and hemorrhagic, paralyzing syndromes, including Guillain-Barre syndrome, small fiber neuropathy, ear ringing. It causes blood clots. The spike protein is physically found in blood clots. The largest blood clots that we've ever seen in clinical medicine, typically a blood clot that someone would get after a hip surgery or on an airplane would be a centimeter or so. Wow. So, I mean, look, he talks about how long this spike protein is stuck in the body. 30 days after a patient dies, they can find this in the heart. And that's as far as they... They looked. It could be longer. And and now think about this, folks. And if your eyes are glazing over there as you're listening to the show or driving or whatever, don't worry about the. Don't worry about knowing the difference between a isometric and hemorrhagic paralysis. Don't worry about the details. Okay. I mean, from the standpoint of if you don't understand what arthrosclerotic cardiovascular disease is. Not everybody does either. I'm not saying I understand exactly what it means, all the fancy words, but essentially myocarditis and pericarditis are inflammations of the heart. They are extremely rare. They said you would see a couple hundred cases of myocarditis or pericarditis in the entire country, fatally. And now, since COVID, it's like 18,000. So it's astronomical. And to show you that all of this is connected, and this is why Shannon is so great as the producer of the show. She sent me this out of of the news break. If this name will sound familiar, we're going to get back to the soundbite, Shannon. We're, We're staying on COVID. But this out of Gridiron Heroics, January 8th, 2024. Chargers Senator Corey Lindsley said there is a 99% chance that he will be tiring and will not be returning next season. Lindsay has been the best lineman for the team since coming from the Green Bay Packers and has solidified himself as one of the best centers in recent memories. Corey Lindsley, former Green Bay Packers, Shannon. Now he's retiring due to these heart issues. Um, there was another lineman with Dallas. Um, he was He's a Wisconsin kid. I'm drawing a blank now, folks, but someone will remind me. He was a lineman for Wisconsin. He was a lineman for Dallas. Oh, it'll come to me. But anyway, he retired because of Guillain Barr's Barre syndrome, which Dr. McCullough testified, another NFL player who died because or who retired because of of heart issues. So, and we're seeing it in the, and yet, and yet, as you're listening to this show, you could probably turn on any sports network on the planet, and you're going to see Travis Kelsey getting his yeah, having that's... two band aids on his arm. Yep, that's the sad thing. They're still pushing that. There's a new booster I just saw. So understand this, folks. Whether it was me, whether it was Donald Trump, whether it was anybody who said, hey, you know, can't wait till the vaccine's here. I said, I know I said that when Trump was 
having the FDA, I I believe Donald Trump had all the best intentions there. I do. This thing was dangerous from the start, and we all ignored it. Well, Not the media me. ignored it. The medical establishment absolutely ignored it. Oh, we'll get. Oh, we're not done with this yet, Shannon. We got a lot more cuts to get into, and I'm sharing this because we can't forget. Aaron Rodgers brought that point up. We can't forget. Yes, the Democrat Party, the mainstream media, the medical establishment—they all want us to move on from COVID. We're not because we have to learn the lessons and we'll get back to Dr. McCullough and, of course, producer Shannon. When we get back, you're listening to The Schrader Show. You want to be a part of the broadcast, 920-406-1360, 888-455-1360. Back in a minute. 